Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy podcast. I'm Chris, and with me tonight I have uh, Niklas. Hello. And uh, the ever-elusive Jens. I have arrived, and I am here. And you did, did manage to succeed your sneak roll, after all. Yes, my son is asleep, and uh, now he is my wife's problem if he wakes up. <laughs> uh, the, the sharing of burdens, eh? Yes. So, how have you guys been in the heat that we're currently experiencing in this country for once? Oh, my basement is so cool and nice to sit and paint in right now. I I can tell you it's, what, like 30 degrees outside and it's like 40 degrees inside. But the basement, mm-mm-mm. cool, maybe 20, 22 degrees. Breeze. Yeah, it's terrible outside. It's, uh, yeah, it's just bad. It's too warm. It's been too warm for too long. And it's just keep getting warmer and warmer. Yeah, we really need rain, which is... I know like, people don't like it when we complain that we need rain, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice and cool inside, at least. Well, yeah, we have had a, tr- a bit of trouble with the aircon at work, so we had have a, had options of no oxygen and heat, and heat, or or really nice uh, oxygenated but really cold. That's uh, the only options we had this week. Not nothing in between of either. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> two, extremes, two extremes. I'm feeling a bit gummed uh, up in the, the throat right now. Yeah. So anyway, what we're talking about this evening is uh, the latest reveal. We haven't gone around to that yet. Uh, it's been a while now, uh, like a month, I think. So it was pretty, pretty big news, uh, although like not that big. <laughs> big, big and small at the same time. So should we just get into that straight away? Yeah, that's yeah. But we should also mention that this is uh, one of two segments in this episode, and there will be a little bit of a recap uh, later in the episode from a, uh, Nicholas and Jimmy's trip to Poland. Yes, uh, the, the yeah, invasion. <laughs> yeah, the the latest Swedish invasion of Poland. Um, yeah, can you just share that straight away that me and Jimmy went to a doubles tournament in Poland. Uh, the second time we go there. But you will hear more about that later. So, and, the, and will they let you back? That's the question. Will they let you back? <laughs> of course, of course they will. We were perfect gentlemen. Uh, That's all we need. But the uh, the big announcement or the the warmer community post was uh, about what factions will be focused on in the the new game in the old world. And apparently, there was some outrage. Always, it's always outrage. <laughs> what were people upset about? Was- I can kind of understand. Like the the article uh, basically said that these will be the the core factions, and then they listed some good factions and some evil factions. And uh, well, I don't have the list in front of me. Do you have it, Chris? Yeah, the core factions in this case. They they did also change it later in the same day to make sure that there were no good or evil, just core. And that is the Empire of Man, uh, the Dwarven Mountain Holds, the Kingdom of Britonia. Wood Elf Realms, High Elf Realms, Orc and Goblin Tribes, Wars of Chaos, Beastmen, Brayherds, and Tomb Kings of Camry. Yes. So, as astute listeners will know, 
some of the like the old factions of Warhammer Fantasy are not in there. And they wrote in an article later that uh, they will also get rules as free PDF downloads. And like this is the, the part that made people a bit upset. It's not like that they're not included as core factions straight away. I think this is the the way they wrote it is that like, oh yeah, you can use your old armies for for old time's sake that are just laying around on the shelf. And that kind of makes it sound like they will not be in the game later. And here's just some get you by rules uh, just to use your old stuff. But here's like what the game will focus on. Hmm. Okay. Indeed. And Which is, uh, I'm just thinking that's kind of strange also, since given that it takes place in the decades before the Siege of Prague and in the Great War of against Chaos. And uh, there is no Dark Elves and High Elves fighting in this uh, release at least yeah so yeah it seems pretty obvious that the, the other factions will be in the game like the the biggest i think is that the vampire accounts are not like a core faction and yeah but I mean, didn't it say something about like the vampire wars are over that all the vampires are in hiding basically yes they did give like explanations for why the other factions are not in like they said that the dark elves are like intro introverts at this time but i mean <laughs> later on they will be a very big part of the great war against chaos because the, yeah. the there's the the battle of finnival plain on ulthorn is around that time as well uh, which is like the, the biggest biggest recent battles against uh, between high elves and dark elves and that was the culmination of the entire dark elf invasion of ulthorn after they burned avalorn and they're trying yeah. to kill the Ever Queen. Yeah. So it just seems like the other factions should be in the game later. But the way they wrote it, it's like, they're not. Um, okay. So I definitely think that they will be in the game later, but we'll see. But I mean, people uh, read into this that they will not be part of the game ever. And you might as well burn your Dark Elf armies. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and they also showed. Was, was this when they showed the, those two models, or was that uh, before? Uh, I think it was the about the same time. time. Yeah, the uh, uh, Bretonia, like uh, knight on foot, and uh, the Doom King. No, the yeah. the relicary guy wasn't that um, at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they were the relicary guy were shown at the same time for the Age of Sigmar Dawnbringer preview, right before the day before the Old World preview. I think it was. Uh -huh. Right. So, um, yeah. What, what do you guys think of the, the reveal? Which one? The, the the recent one. Like with the, the factions. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind. I think everything I play is covered in, uh, in, in that list. So I, I'm fine. Uh, and I wouldn't mind like playing my Empire Army against some Skaven uh, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, they would still, still have some kind of rules like we had in the 6th edition with the Revening Hordes. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I will play like, oh, now this is supposed to be a campaign. I will only play against other Empire players to further my, my claim on the Imperial throne. It will be like, yeah, this is a rule set. I can play whatever the fuck I want in it. So if you want to play your Vampire Counts against my Woodles, go ahead. Yeah. I man, So I have Dwarves and... Oh, yeah, that's a big fucking uh, thing. Uh, where's Kislev? I mean, they were probably like the first previews. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then so, they're, they're not even mentioned. It might be an exp the empire list might be expanded to include both uh, the empire and Kislev in this case. We don't know. 
fuck that. I mean, <laughs> I'm tired of people saying that Kislev is part of the Empire or like that they're... Yeah, I was saying he, they might be part of the same uh, army list, but they might have different characters that unlock different uh, units. Not a fan of that. Kislev is fucking ascendant at this time. Kislev is strong. Kislev is better than the Empire. Well, I wouldn't go that uh, far, but I, I hear uh, the thing. They, they were at least a lot more unified during this time than the Empire. Yeah, I mean, at this time, first of all, like, Kislev is all the way to the, like, past the World Edge Mountains up to the, to the north. Like, you, you saw the map. It was, like, f- four or five announcements ago. Yeah. They showed Kislev Ascendant. And, I mean, Kislev this time also has, like, schools for magic, unlike the witch-burning empire that is just broken up between several different realms. Screw the Empire. I mean, Kislev is, Kislev is strong at this time. They First of all, there... offense taken. Yep. And second of all, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am not so schooled in Kislev lore, but I mean, it could be big as fuck, but how many people live in Kislev? Because they'd be like, nine. yeah, we have about nine people. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, before uh, the and one the million war against chaos, probably loads. <laughs> probably like did, 11. Did... Didn't there exist a school of magic in uh, Marienburg at this time? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think it, I think they did found a college of not not like the college of magic in uh, later on in Altdorf, but still a school of magic uh, given their ties to the Hiles as a trading port. And the Hiles need to just interfere and say, "Oh, magic is dangerous for humans. They can't be trusted with it. We have to teach them to just use one school at the time." Well, might be, might be. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking this is it is a good start for uh, for a campaign as well. If there are expansions, they can always uh, reintroduce uh, full lists for other factions later on. If they want yeah. to tell a different story, and also like uh, the how talk started when they were announcing the old world that they show like a, a map of the empire and that it's like the time of the, the three emperors and stuff. And people were like, oh yeah, maybe they'll like just start with the empire. Maybe they'll release a box of like only empire versus empire, like the horse hairs. Yeah. And people were like fine with that. And also they're saying, oh yeah, but they'll probably do like a ravening horde. So you, you can play the, the old races, but they won't be like the main focus. And that seemed to be like an okay idea to people. But now that they've released like several factions as the main factions, but then some are like grabbing hordes, then people are upset. It's hmm. a bit weird. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I see what you're thinking. Uh, I think uh, I agree with that being a bit problematic uh, for someone who, who's not being left out since all the armies that they are included. I can see now how. Uh, if I'm only playing like I only got my vampire counts army and I'm not gonna buy an empire army, then what the fuck am I doing playing this game? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point, and uh, it does seem that they have been going a bit back and forwards in all of the posts on when it's actually been set. It's been from right before the siege of uh, Prague. I think it's mentioned even in this uh, uh, during the century before the siege of Prague about the Skaven, but uh, this entire game is pretty much with a battle up and up leading up to the siege of Prague. So one of some of the first uh, earlier posts had a bit more well, a bit wider span on when it was actually set it seems. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's the Are thing. It's the like, even though they give us these updates like they don't give that much information and then people are upset that they don't know more and I can understand, like, people want to get hyped, but you can't get your hopes 
too high and then have them crushed if the game is not what you think. But also, it's it will be impossible to make this game like what everyone wants it to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, too many people who play fantasy over too long a time. And there are people who say that should shouldn't just bother and just adapt uh, Ninth Age instead uh, as official mm. uh, game, yeah. gaming. So th- there's all kinds of people. That's what we want to say. I say just re-release the sixth edition starter box set and just just do that. I'll be happy forever. <laughs> more orcs, even, more more empire. I wouldn't even mind if they just did uh, redid sixth edition and just gave us slightly uh, just a larger base sizes to make the units look better on the field. Yeah, yeah, do that, Games Workshop, if you're listening. Yeah. Speaking of, I really want to know what uh, basis we are going to put horses on. Yes, I'm still like, uh, I mean, buying models and building new units now. So as this uh, ends and you're yep. finishing up your woodhouse. Yep, yep, yep. I'm uh, nearing two thousand points finished, but uh, we'll see. I have some games planned in two weeks' time, so got some stuff to do. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think are are we done with the preview? Maybe we should uh, do this in reverse and talk about like what we've been up to now. <laughs> I oh just, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so excited just to, to get this out of the way to talk about it. That completely forgot. Yeah, what, what, we could, what we could talk about is uh, just a quick uh, look at the photos that were in uh, in the article itself with the word answers on larger bases. That looks really really good actually. Yeah. Yeah, and also like uh, talking about models being released, uh, they uh, like uh, there were a bunch of comments on the, the their Facebook page, and I saw like a Warhammer account comment that they will release plastic uh, resin and metal models. Because mm. some of those uh, those models that were on the pictures, I think they only did in metal. I don't know if they did they do war dancers in resin. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And also, the uh, tree man in that uh, kit was either metal or I think there was a fine cast version, wasn't there? Mm. And I think there will be a cold day in hell when they if they were to release the fine cast again. Yeah, I don't think that will uh, work out well for them. Yeah, surprise! Yeah. Everything in the old world is just fine cast, and not the <laughs> later stuff, just the early stuff that just uh, you, yeah, you can get ten replacements and everything was broken in a different way. Dark uh, days for the times. But what I'm really looking forward to is maybe finally getting hold of the uh, uh, Skycutters, which I only wanted to, <laughs> wanted after they were discontinued. Yeah, what would this do to the High Elf Battalion uh, box set currency standard that we have? Well, given that the uh, High Elf Battalion has uh, like tripled uh, or quadrupled in value since we introduced the standard, it's... Uh, It'll probably yeah. get more expensive. I mean, did, have you seen those uh, new uh, Lizardman stuff? Like, oh, yeah. they're, they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. but the prices are just insane. Oh, like how a, much is a, a box of Croxigors? Like 400 crowns, I think, for 10. Croxigors? The, the big ones? Oh, those, yeah, no, yeah, I think like three of them are like, yeah, 390. Oh, okay. That, that isn't or too maybe bad. More. I don't know. But uh, uh, three of them the, are 450. Oh, 450, yeah. Uh, but like one, one Scar Veteran on a cold one is 300 crowns, I think. It's like 30, 30 euros for one model. Right, How much did you say it was? 300, I think. Because uh, there is one of the Sarah Scar Veteran on an Agradon or Sarah Scar Veteran on Carnosaur, which is made toward one late, this one. And it's either 420 kroners or 660 kroners. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I think it's cheaper to buy <laughs> like 
old school metal stuff. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I think the sky cutters will actually cost me uh, a bit too much, but I really want. I see the potential in making so many things out of them and not using them as sky cutters. Yeah, yeah, there's some cool characters in there. But uh, I know we alluded to it a bit earlier, but uh, they do are going to release two really nice uh, command models for Age of Sigmar, Cities of Sigmar, that can be used as uh, pieces for bits, box, mercenary commanders, uh, Mordheim figures, whatever. They're really good. I mean, I mean, one of them got a stick with a box of, box with a head in it on top, yeah. and then a skull yeah. on top of that box. That that was some good stuff. I I really like that model. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. Of course, you need a skull mounted on top of your box of head. Oh yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it won't be complete. It looks like a they, cool. they will match the uh, the knights we talked about in an earlier episode quite well, given that they got the same uh, kind of visual style uh, for Age of Sigmar. They don't really look empire-ish as much, though. Yeah, I, I really like the aesthetic uh, that they're going for, but I can't see myself using them for like making an empire army, but maybe doing more time stuff. Uh, I, I can see myself yeah. doing that. Yeah, or if uh, one were going to do uh, like a fully themed uh, Dogs of War, War army that uh, is oh, yeah. low, uh, that don't have any many regiments of renown, but they're more of a themed force, a sort of source for hire. Totally. But yeah, as Niklas said, uh, Niklas, what have you been doing in the hobby lately? So, first of all, I went to a tournament in uh, Krovda. So before that, I painted up some small Dark Elf stuff, uh, a couple of Dark Riders, and then Assassin that I wanted to try. Uh, FYI, Assassins are terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, I could have told you that, but it's good that you found out. <laughs> I, like, I read the rules and I'm like, this is a lot of points for three strength four attacks. So let's, <laughs> yep. let's, let's oh, yeah. try it. And, Did you put uh, the mask that causes terror on one? No. Because that's a huge point sink for not really much return. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I tried him and he was bad. And uh, I used some other suboptimal stuff, uh, but it was fun to try. Um, but it did not end that well. <laughs> but it was a very fun tournament. But so I painted Assassin, I painted uh, some Dark Riders and a uh, couple of Shades, and finally some Harpies. Oh, nice. I've heard like Harpies are great, but I don't really know what to use them for. Uh, war Machine Hunting. Yeah, but if you don't have War Machines. Yeah, yeah Flank Chargers or Rear Chargers, Mage Hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I if mean, you need you send, to, send them into to unit, them. send them into unit, kill the mage, and then don't give a fuck if they get destroyed or flee. Yeah, I sh I charged uh, uh, a banshee mm. uh, just to win on outnumber, but then the banshee killed two of them with their two <laughs> strength three attacks and uh, ran them down. Um, uh, so that better. And uh, yeah, uh, and after that, I got like more excited about painting, so I. Uh, and about like expanding my dark elves and finishing my dark elves because now like I don't have that much stuff left and like what do mm. I need to actually just round them out? So one of the big things or the biggest thing is my dragon that Ooh. I assembled a long time ago and then felt a bit hesitant in starting painting. And so it's a a rider that I converted on top of a carmine dragon and uh, nice. 
that was like the reason I kind of started Dark Elves because I bought that dragon. I was like, this dragon is fucking sick. But what do I use it for? And then I was thinking of starting some elf faction or chaos. Just use it. Then I ended up starting Dark Elves, and then I made this rider. And then I got this base for him, like a seventy-five by seventy-five millimeter base, printed out. But it was kind of wonky print, so it's not super keen on finishing it. Now I just built a base. So I built one. From a, like a 75 by 50, that was mm-hmm. from like Monstrous Cavalry, and a Cavalry base, and a 25 by 25 base. Just to Ooh. put them together, green stuff the, the corners, and uh, put the dragon on, and finally started painting it. Nice. How much? How many points is uh, Lord on a dragon or whatever you're going to use it for? 476. Mm. That's, so that's, that's uh, pretty steep. Yeah, I think the dragon is 320. The Lord is yeah, 125. Yeah, and then some magic items. No, no, an enchanted shield, heavy armor, sea dragon cloak. Mm. So that's like a one plus save. I love the sea dragon cloak. Like, it's so easy to give dark health characters oh, yeah. a good armor save. There isn't like a, a must have guy on dragon magic item for dark elves. Um, not really. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can give him a, like a four up ward save, that's 50 points, I think, or 45. The only um, really must have item, uh, magic item in, at all in the Dark Elf uh, list is the Heart Seeker. Uh, yeah. The crossbow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you put it on a mage. Yeah, it's true. I, um, I used that at the tournament in Poland, and it's, it's cool, but it's like, I don't know if it's that must have. It's not a must have, it's just a nice way to give a, a mage something to do other than in the magic phase. Yes, yeah, that's very true, actually. Very true. I never even thought of that. Mm. The the sage sneak advice from the, the old Darker player. And if anyone says that you can't use it, there it is in an errata FAQ document from Games Workshop that you can use it for, for, mm. for sixth edition. Nice. Um, so yeah, I got... The dragon works. Uh, some more dark riders left. I have a unit of sixteen corsairs, and I also ordered a new chariot. So I got this, uh, the a noble, the the one that was released in seventh edition. That's got like a big ass sword that is leaning against his shoulder, and is in his left hand. It's got like a little pet dragon. Mm, oh, that's a cool cool model. Yeah, so I'm gonna put him on a chariot. Nice. To ride in style um, and then i have also ordered some more beasts uh, that i want to use as hydra so i got got like a the foreshold basilisk and mareworm mm, i haven't nice. got them yet but i'm gonna get them um so i was thinking of just using them as hydras yeah why not why so, not really it's a pretty similar size it'd be cool to have like a yeah. menagerie of different beasts um, yeah, I don't think the Hydra has like two specific rules to be like any magical creature really on the tabletop. Yeah, it doesn't have a regeneration sex, which is kind of weird. Ooh, that's that's strange. Yeah, so it's just like a strange six, seven, six monster six. Hmm. Yeah, but weird. there are several 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 ver- versions of the Hydra as well in sixth edition. If you use the White Dwarf article. Yeah, the uh, War Hydras of Nagarath. Um, you can have which like. Is just uh, a- a showcase of really, really nice uh, conversions of the old Hydra model as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of using one of those. Just this uh, spell thirster uh, that Rockarth made. Uh, yeah, Rockarth Vendetta, that one. Yeah, that, uh, uh, that gives like uh, magic resistance to units around it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, they themselves have a magic resistance too. 
and uh, nearby units get a diminished measure of this protection. Dark June 6 comes as having magic resistance 1. So across the power of Morathi's incantation that any high magic spells dispelled with the aid of Derlith Aura are destroyed on a further D6 rule of 4. 4 plus. Cool. Yes, get that and then uh, drink the high of players' tears. <laughs> yeah, uh, as a compromise, it is uh, slightly weaker in combat. Yeah. But speaking of, didn't you think of using your uh, Dragon Lord as uh, Rakarth? Yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, normal Dragon Lord is 476 points. I think Rakarth is 470. And I like uh, I was looking through a document that uh, Joseph Bain put together. Uh, with all like the extra dark stuff, and he's in there, so he's like a, a fourth or fifth edition character. Uh, but he was in like a, a White Wolf article as well. They have some really in, uh, Chronicle it's, uh, from uh, 2003 as well. Yes, they have some really like fun rules as well, uh, and it's also fitting because like I I play Caron um, uh, Car, which is like the the first port of the the Dark Elves in Nagaroth. Uh, with a bunch of Corsairs and stuff. And uh, he's from there, and he has a lot of beasts there. So that's also like the, the theme of having different beasts as uh, uh, Hydras, that he just captured them around and uh, bringing them up to battle. Um, so yeah, uh, and the, the model that I converted was it's pretty similar to him, and I never really thought of using him. But then I just uh, saw him in this document. I was like, hey, actually, this guy's really cool. I could use him as him. Yeah. Nice. And you got um, uh, two magic items, that, that's pretty much it. Otherwise, it's a straight-up lord, pretty much. Yeah, but he also has this uh, these rules that uh, he has this whip oh, yeah. that he can whip uh, an enemy beast with, and uh, they have to take a leadership test on their own leadership, and if they fail, they hit on sixes. So basically, mm. fear on a beast on their leadership. And also, if you kill a, like a character riding a beast and you win that combat, you take over the enemy beast. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. For the rest of the game or until Rackhart is slain. That was pretty but, dope. Yeah, that was amazing. Like uh, taking over an Imperial Griffin or something. Uh, but he's kind of weak himself, uh, Rackhart. He's only two wounds and a lord. Mm. And toughness yep. three, as they all are. At least he has his uh, one plus armor save in that case for Beast yes. Armor. And his whip uh, can be used both against uh, uh, Ridden monsters and, uh, and uh, other characters. It is a, it's a special, special attack with uh, his magic weapon. Yeah. So it's pretty nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. What have you guys been doing? I've been painting Wood Elves. Uh, I don't remember what I've painted since last we spoke, but I know that I've at least painted two uh, Way Watchers and a few Archers. Uh, so now I only have yeah. two more Way Watchers to go and a few Dryads and some. Uh, some what are they called? Glade Riders. Mm. And you, you only have like older models, right? Everything is in metal except for the horses. Nice. But the 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 riders, I'm trying to think what they look like, the metal riders. Oh, oh they have uh, like cool uh, motherfucking plumes on their helmet. Uh, they look very oh, yes. non wood up. Yeah. And I remember yeah. when I was a kid, I had the uh, archers, uh, the Glade Rider archers, and they were like metal legs, metal torso, and the most horrible non-flat joint in between that always broke. <laughs> so now they are uh, just the body and the spear is like the, the only part that can be broken. 
on these guys. Nice. So we'll see if these these guys will uh, hold up for a bit more punishment. Otherwise, everything is, uh, except for the tree man, like monopose, metal, one piece, rules all for the whole army. Nice. So how many points of uh, widows do you have now? Uh, if I finish this, I'm done with 2,000 points. Sweet. And you got a yeah. game coming up, right? Oh, I got two games against mm-hmm. two different hosts of these of this podcast. So you can guess oh. from, from you two not knowing who they are, uh, who, that you are not one of them. <laughs> you can guess who the other two are. Well, I'm going to guess uh, Jimmy and Krell. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's correct. Free ice cream for you. <laughs> so me, me and Krell are just going to do a straight uh, 1v1, uh, 2,000 points, smash each other to bits. And uh, me and Jimmy are going to do a team game of mm. 4,000 points aside. Woodles yeah. and Dwarves against uh, Chaos and... Ooh, I, don't, I think it's Undead. Yeah, we're going to do the... Uh, uh, General's Compendium animosity rules for for playing ah, together. Ah, nice. Because also, you you and Jimmy's dwarves. Uh, Jimmy playing chaos. No, Jimmy is playing dwarves, and mm. I'm playing wood elves against chaos. And I think the fourth guy is playing undead, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Nice. It'll be a surprise. So yeah, I'm going to finish this up, and uh, then I'm going to be pretty much done with my wood elves. Uh, I have nothing more planned except for. I have a dragon, uh, or I have mm. the, the pieces of two dragons that still do not make one complete dragon. <laughs> so, so I have all, to... all left wings and uh, t- yeah. legs and stuff. So I, I'm looking around for like the head of the dragon, <laughs> uh, and I know I've seen it somewhere, but my, my uh, box is like big as a house. So. It's just all, all the dwarf players used to have uh, dragon heads on their slayer bases. Mm, yeah. Just look at the uh, Angry Iron Fist. He even has one as a clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe I can use that because I have a few Angry Iron Fist models lying around. <laughs> just, uh, glue, just, glue, just glue the entire dwarf from the, <laughs> in front of the dragon. Yeah, I can do that. The, that dragon has a dwarf beard. A complete dwarf. And then I it... traded some stuff with uh, with a listener. Uh, I, I traded some uh, old vampire count stuff for uh, some uh, some empire stuff. Mm. So now I have a uh, metal hellblaster with crew. Nice. Yeah. Is it the the Leonardo guy? Yeah. No, not the Leonardo guy. Not that old, but uh, the. Ah, oh, the sixth edition the, metal one. Sixth edition uh, metal one. Nice. Is that what all of us wanted? That you to, to have more hellblasters. Yeah, I, I figured that was uh, what God intended for me to have. But were you had a plastic one before? Oh yeah. Oh, you can just uh, chuck that, throw it in the bin. Yep, yep, yep. It's no good anymore. Oh, I don't want to play I, with I, you anymore. I got, I got a better idea. Use the plastic one in games, and whenever you got to get those exploding misfires, just toss the uh, metal one on top of the unit. <laughs> yeah, when I when I do the thirty hits, uh, I can just toss yeah. the metal one into the unit. Whatever gets knocked down is out of the game. Yep, that sounds good. <laughs> Nice. Uh, what about you, Chris? Well, I got a question for you for, first. How many points ah. uh, do you think uh, Eltharion are are in the 6th the edition set? Ooh, uh, and I mean the Grim, not the Swordmaster. Oh, the Grim. Uh, with uh, with uh, oh. his uh, steed or not? With with a steed, since they bought us a, one model, so to speak. Uh, I think oh, 640. Deathclaw? Stormwing. Deathclaw Storm. is uh, Karl Franz. <laughs> Silly names. Uh, I think he is uh, four hundred and ninety. 
exactly 490 points. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he has uh, heavy, heavy armor in the helm of Ivres. He is armed with a lance, a longbow, and the fangs of Eltharion. And he rides the Griffin Stormwing in battle. And he also has the Radiant Gem of Hoeth, so he's a level 1 wizard that casts cast magic spells with uh, armor on. Oh, wow. That's pretty great. That what, what's, the, what's the level 1 tile spell? Is that the Phoenix thing? 2d6 strength 4? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm so tired. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have really great spells, actually, in Lord of Light. It's yeah. really good. Uh, while we're waiting for me to look, look it up, uh, how many points are uh, Alariel? 275. I'll say 295. I can say that the unit of uh, base base unit of handmaidens is uh, 300 points. How many points, yeah. points are Alariel? Well, 315. Is she included with that unit or what? No. Well, I'll, I'll stand by my answer. So how much is he? 515. Damn, for one sorceress? Yep. That, uh, that uh, is level 4 art, art mage and follows all the rules for a high mage. In addition, she knows all of the high magic spells and also all the spells from the lore of life and may use either or both in the magic phase. Oh, wow. And then she has like cool. five, five, six special rules and uh, magic items and all of that. Yeah. And I should have gone higher. I mean, the Serena is 495. Mm. Yeah. Some some mage characters can be really, really expensive, actually. Yeah, they're just one miscast away from being like a wet smear. Pretty much. But uh, once in each high magic phase, you may choose to unleash one of Alariel's spells through the Stave of Avalorn. This may be a spell that she has already cast that turn. This spell is treated exactly like a bound spell and has a power level of 5. Stuff like that, hmm. she says. She can also heal wounded health characters within 12 inches. If there's no within her range, she can heal herself. I'm not saying she's not useful, but that's a pretty hefty price for one character. Yeah. Uh, what's the deal with her maidens? Like, Are they taken as a slot or with her? Or what did it do? Uh, the handmaidens of the Everqueen can be filled as a rare troop choice in a high elf army. They must be filled exactly as presented. And uh, yeah. They can either be with, with her. They can either be be her bodyguard, or they can be featured separately. If hey, you guys know how Phoenix uh, guards suck? Well, here's another <laughs> unit. Yeah, exactly. Also, they they had uh, heavy armor before the Dark Elf uh, executions had heavy armor. Because <laughs> the heavy armor on executions were patched in. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just so sad. Like, the Black Guard and Phoenix Guard are so cool, but having them as a rare, super expensive, just ruins it. Yeah. And Hyle's uh, got the Drain Magic spell that everyone knows. If there's a mage, and then they have Walk Between Worlds, I think it is. They're the lowest casting level ones, but that doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, speaking of my hobby, there hasn't been much done. I've redone, I'm redoing my hobby uh, area, just because I th- thought it was a mess that it was before. Which was just, oh, I'm gonna put take this stuff that's been in boxes and put it on the t- desk and not really think of where it's going. It was just causing me a headache. Uh, but uh, currently I'm redoing it and it's uh, filled with one, exactly one, Damus uh, Rhino at the moment. And within the Damus Rhino, it's, it's loaded with Hiles. 
Oh yes. No. But now, but now that we know that the base size for the basic infantry, I can finally start building my spearmen properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna when I'm done with the with the wood elves, uh, I'm gonna be really keen to get hyped for the overworld and start doing some serious work on my empire army. Yeah. Nice. But right now, I'm just not feeling it. Before the overworld comes out, I'm not gonna start a new army, but I really want to finish off my current armies. Kissa is, is finished for like the, the fourth time. <laughs> I still have some Dark Elves stuff left to do and I have like a couple of dwarf things. Like I need, I need to finish my unit of rangers because uh, I had some additions to that. I have some characters and I have the uh, Goblova mm. that I need to finish. Yeah, fair enough. But then when the old world comes, I need to start a new, new army. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, trying to make some more high elves so I have more playable options with tiles for that and hopefully uh, get some uh, Bretonians when the old world hits. Yeah, and it's play against your sea guard, either with uh, dark elves or dwarves. Indeed, I just need to find which box the rest of them are in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Got some in storage that I have to remove. But I have a three-day weekend, so hopefully I can get something sorted this weekend. I just uh, nice. two boxes, and I have, I have even managed to put stuff in my display cabinet, which has been empty since I have had one before. But yeah, I'm redoing a lot of stuff in the apartment after the move. So it's progress. Yeah, the it is inc incredible progress, given that I just have a, had a, a bit over six months to sort it. Yeah, every little counts. I love to see all of your files spread out. Uh, do you guys remember my uh, the fountain I built, uh, the dragon yeah. fountain? Yeah. It it was a bit damaged in the move. Mm. Uh, but I found all the pieces. It's repairable at least. But one of the wings of one of the dragons snapped off, and uh, yeah, there's there's gonna be a few re repairs as well as as there always is after moves. Oh yeah. Well, it gives it a, an authentic elven ruined feel now. Yeah, but it just looks like it was snapped off in a move rather than uh, broken <laughs> by time. <laughs> and I'm thinking that it could be, uh, it would be nice to have like uh, some, some kind of theme terrain around uh, uh, War of the Beard or something like that. Something that's yes. been raised by dwarves. Just uh, some graffiti. Snorri was here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that reminds me, I have uh, finished most most of uh, Dan Abnett's uh, Double Eagle again, and mm -hmm. I might have ordered some uh, tiny planes. <laughs> nice. That is why I'm not rereading uh, the Titanicus book. Yeah, it's also a great book, though. Oh, yeah. I don't really get as excited for Titans when I read that as for the, uh, uh, yeah, the Skitari. Oh, I, I get excited for Titans. Yeah, of course, everyone does. But the Skitari in that book, there's just feral brutes. The inbred monsters, yeah. and they have a, a what is it, is it the capital uh, imperial imperialis is the as a base. So nice, love it. Yeah, and then we get Skitari for forty k, and there is the <laughs> robots in the coats. Yeah, that was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, wait, what were we talking about again? Oh right, the old world. We, I think <laughs> we, I think we all are Nost uh, in nostalgia in general. Yeah, but I think we all all are in our own ways looking forward to see what they are making of this. It is uh, quite hard to get a, at least for me to get a grip, a firm grip of what they're actually wanting to to make the game when they're just 
wobbling a bit on when exactly it's set and then saying, oh, these factions will be in it that with release, but then having previewed other factions before and just said, yeah, since we have been in talks with the Creative Assembly for since we were making the Total War games and especially Total War 3, and we have the Kislev renders and the Cathay renders, and they say, oh, maybe this will be in the old world, and then just no mentions of them at all after that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's a bit weird. I still think like I'll uh, play some sixth edition events, even though like the new game comes out. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna give up on sixth edition. I mean, unless uh, unless the old world turns out to be like, oh, this is a great fucking rule set with so many cool uh, people to play against. Uh, I don't see myself giving up on sixth edition. Yeah, yeah, and and if you want to play with your friends, in that case, anyway. It usually yeah. ends up, oh, do you want a fancy game of 6th uh, edition this time or we're going to play the old world or we're going to play something else? Just talk with your friends. I yeah. don't really know how big the event scene will be for the old world, even from the uh, Games Workshop side, even though they seem to be wanting to support it some. Yeah, I'm hoping there's going to be like uh, some some fantasy event revival, but I, I, I feel like there's been a fantasy event revival in the last few years just with people playing 6th edition and 8th edition. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out as much. Yeah. Didn't Not you... that I'm going to the events, but... Yeah, that's also a fair point. We, we Should we just uh, finally get that 6th ed event together sometime that we've been talking no, about I, for I, I a think, couple of years? I think we should. Yes. thing is, like... Uh... I don't have a local club. Like, side just moved to Gothenburg, as as you have. So I don't really have yeah. a club or all the terrain that I need. Yeah, terrain wouldn't really it would be quite a lot lot of problem to just get a hold of if we want to make a, a larger event. Uh, given that I think uh, all of us have a few terrain pieces each, but uh, we need tables worth of it. Yeah. And we don't really want just a token hill on each side and two pieces <laughs> of forest and a wall in the middle. It's not going to be a Games Workshop run event, a Warmer World event. <laughs> but on the other hand, if any of our listeners that live in Sweden have an idea, and we know that there's some that are already running events a, a, a bit further up north, and I say that with fully knowing that there's about half of the country at least left of, <laughs> north of them. No, north but, is north. Uh, yeah, everything uh, north of Jatayelv uh, is north. north. <laughs> Yeah, but they get in touch with us and we see what we can, if we can uh, plan something together as well, because we're open to ideas in that case. Yeah. I mean, more gaming, never a bad thing. It never is. It would be fun to do something before, uh, like before the new uh, rule set hits. Give people yeah. like, this might be your last chance to play 6th edition. Everyone will migrate <laughs> to bigger base sizes and you will be left in the dirt. Pick up your old uh, Vampire Council Army because you're not going to get to play them in the old world from now on. Yeah, Games Workshop hates you. <laughs> or people, you say, yeah, everyone's got the old world armies with the slightly bigger base sizes. Let's just upgrade every base size in every game so we can play together, or just yeah. make uh, make a base uh, size uh, sp- spacers for movement rates something. If you have twenty mil, it's just not that complicated, really. That's very easy. Yeah, but. Uh... Do any one of you have any gaming plans? Uh, other, well, I know Jens has. Do you have, Niklas, gaming plans? Uh, yeah, we're going to play in Göteborg in a couple of weeks, actually. should join us. Ooh. Depends on the day. Playing on Ulva, I think. The gaming club. Ah, so that's what's, uh, what I was 
invited to earlier today on Facebook, Casey, when oh. I was at work. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is it the the first of July you're planning to play? Second, I think, on a Sunday. Ah, lovely. I'm working that weekend. Ah. I can say that already. So everyone, I, won't, I probably won't reply in the group because I will forget when we record this. But if you listen to this, I am working that weekend. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as I said, I my uh, plan for as soon as I get uh, my my painting setup sorted and then ordered a few new parts because I knew I sent those over to you guys. The uh, plans for expanding my ridiculously expensive hobby setup. <laughs> uh, I will uh, get some more painting in as well because it's been too long and I'm not even sure that I can paint anymore. That's how long it's been. Yeah, I feel that way uh, as well when I get like a long painting break. I start painting stuff and it'd be like, this looks like shit. I should just stop painting. But then after a while, it, it usually wears off. Usually. So stay in there, Chris. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Nicholas, would you uh, like to introduce the next segment while we're here? Yes. So as I mentioned earlier, me and Jimmy went to a sixth edition tournament in Poland. Second time we go there and it was amazing. So stay tuned and listen how it went. Mangelman and Manthlers. Mangelman and Manthlers. Mangelman and Manthlers. Hi, I'm Mangelman Manthlers, CEO and owner of Mangelman and Manthlers. Thanks to shipping error, we're overstocked in manheads of all shapes and sizes. And I'm passing the savings on to you. Keep warm with a nice arm scarf. Decorate your ballroom with a set of nice buttocks. How about a full human carpet in the living room? Whatever your manhide needs may be, come on down to Mangle Manhide Manthers for great savings today. Welcome back to The Old World Lives. We are now going to talk about the tournament that me and Jimmy went to in Poland. Uh, I yeah. want to say uh, Warsaw, but I got corrected that it's actually in Konstantin. I mean, I, I thought that was just a uh, part of Warsaw, but apparently not. It's its own town. Oh, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, with me here right now is uh, my partner in crime, Jimmy. Yeah, and, and I would say war crimes because it's been <laughs> war crimes going on all the weekend, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I'm just here as a witness. Yeah, we're we're glad to have you here with us, Morton. <laughs> yeah, we can pretend that this is some sort of trial afterwards. Uh, your <laughs> we'll turn by we'll trials. <laughs> we get a high evidence. Yeah. So tell, yeah. So you went there. Uh, well, did you meet? I get. Did you fly together, or did you meet over there? Yeah, so I, we got on this. Yeah, uh, we 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 actually we bought our flight tickets separately, but we uh -huh. ended up on the same flight going there. Oh, yeah. yeah, weird connection. I had to fly from Gothenburg to Stockholm and then from yeah. Stockholm to Warsaw. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, okay, so this so the venue uh, was this the same? I mean, you've been to these tournaments before in Poland. Was this the, the same organizer and everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the same venue as well. Oh, okay, good. So you knew. But a uh, funny, you... funny thing: there's several places with the same name. <laughs> so we actually oh. went to another place with the same name first. Ooh. Like this feels wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's, like people out in the uh, out at the back, uh, hanging up like newly washed clothes on a clothes hanger, <laughs> getting yeah. to dry. Wait, was it's... it? Yeah. yeah. Like in the in this uh, well, its own city, I guess. I thought it was part of the city. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like a culture house that they they were hosting it, like kind of full ah, So I just ah, put okay. like. But then when I pressed the the link uh, in the the map, it mm -hmm. showed me the wrong one. So we went to the wrong venue at first. But it, it's 
sorted itself out, managed to get a uh, an Uber, like a car that was barely holding itself together when oh. we got there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many days was this event? Just one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. only one day, three games. Yeah. And so, the doubles, so how, how big are the lists? Uh, 1,250 points per player, so 2,500. Yeah. So, so this uh, means you can bring a lot of wizards and a lot of war machines if you want to. Uh-oh. And I assume it was 6th edition? Oh, yes, yes of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you mentioned we went uh, once before, or another time. So we went in 2019. Uh, so I went with a friend of mine, Hugo. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, when you had your caval- cavalry fun. Yes, the Kislev and Bretonia. Yeah? And but was, Jimmy... Oh. oh, yeah, so Jimmy went with someone else. Yeah, yes. I went with my girlfriend, and uh, we played Night Goblins and Skaven. Ooh. And scored the last place at the tournament with the most <laughs> random list there is. We still had a lot of fun. I believe we had the most fun at that tournament, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And the most models, maybe, also. Yeah, <laughs> most likely, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very f- fun going there the first time because, uh, like, the lists are very, uh, very much made for tournament play, oh. say. And uh, people match up, like, to make really hard combos okay I say, like there are basically two kinds of lists mainly mm-hmm. like a very shooty list or like a very offensive list there's not much in between like there were not a lot of uh big infantry units you see in most games mm-hmm. uh, it's either like cavalry that can hit really hard or just a lot of shooty units so and what uh, did you guys have <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this later <laughs> um so uh yeah i mean we we were prepared for for this uh, tournament we knew it was gonna be like it's gonna be really tough mm. and then uh like yeah we we signed up for this tournament a while back and then we haven't really given that much thought into what we were gonna play i think oh i was like first should we bring like dwarfs and kislev or something and then we just eventually ended up with uh well i decided to bring my chaos because low model count and i'm kind of into doing my scene stuff now so that's what i went for yeah it also gave me an excuse to paint up a unit of chaos knights yeah and they look awesome thank you thank you yeah, you mentioned you wanted to play Siege, and then I thought like uh, Dark Elves with a bunch of magic would be a, a cool thematic partner, like that they've allied with them, and then just like a Sorcerer's Coven. Mm. So I was thinking first of like having maxed out magic to uh, to make it a bit of thematic. Uh, but then I was like, ah, it's a bit boring to have like three of the same things. And uh, I had this Pegasus that's been laying around that I wanted to put a noble on so i just put put that in the list i thought like this this is not very good and in general my list is like what does it really do i don't know <laughs> it's just a bunch of random units i kind of feel the same with mine it's like i didn't put any thought into my list uh so i brought my exalted demon because i wanted someone who flies which is really cool and the exalted demon it's it's expensive so it means less models uh, it does bring terror to the table, which uh, I, I, I just had hopes that terror would do something. Uh, then I also brought my newly converted uh, exalted champion on a demonic steed. So I went away from the whole disc guy, which I've been known to use at home, uh, painted up those five chosen knights, 
and I decided I wanted Beasts of Chaos for my core, so I painted up four chariots. Oh yeah, yeah. no more Mr. Disc Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no more flying around. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I remember like I I finished my list, and it was like the day before we were supposed to turn in the list, um, yeah. or two days before we were like finished. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm taking. I don't know, just send it in. And then you send me your list. I was like, yeah. Mm, my list is not great. Jimmy's list doesn't look that great either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they never look good on paper. How many models do you have? Uh, 11. 12 if you count the uh, Demonic Seed as a separate model, which uh, <laughs> Army Builder did. <laughs> yeah, so 11 models in 1,250 points. Yeah. And So yeah, you had four chariots. Uh, yeah. Five chosen chaos knights. Yeah, chosen chaos siege. knights without with no magic banner. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> and they're super kind of like unheard of. And uh, then you had your exalted champion, Chaos yeah. and uh, uh, exalted demon. My, my exalted champion had the uh, golden eye siege. So the wearer and his steed got a three plus ward save against magic missiles. Well, any magical kind of attacks and uh, missile fire oh. and the uh, demon had the uh, uh it's not the master of mortals it's the uh the other one from beast my book ah unleaving idol so he becomes a beast general so i can take beastman units as core uh, i gave him uh, master of sorcery so i got a, an extra spell on him uh, mark of tinge of course so it's a level two wizard uh, and the Diabolic Splendor, so his uh, word save is a true word save and not a demonic word save. The thing is, when you get hit by magical attacks with a demonic word save, you don't get a word save. Yeah. Yeah. So he can survive spells more easily. Yeah. Um, my Dark Elf army, I brought uh, a noble on Pegasus with a Life Taker, which is like a magical repeater crossbow. That always hits on twos, and you get to reroll to wound. But it's still uh, strength three. Yeah, uh, I mean, looking on paper, it's 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 kind of a bad weapon, to be honest. How much? Yeah. How much does the coin? Thirty. Thirty points. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of points for two shots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it's not that great. Um, and he had like a halberd, light armor, and a sea dragon cloak. I couldn't afford like heavy armor or a shield or anything, so he was pretty light. Yeah. And uh, two level two sorceresses. One with plus one uh, casting dice and one with plus one dispel dice. Uh, and in my core... One one of them was mounted, right? Oh, yes. Yes, you're right. It was also a, a model I painted up for this event. Other than that, I had the rest of the army finished, so it was nice. Um, so I had two units of five dark riders with crossbows as my core. A unit of 10 executioners, a unit of 5 cold one knights, and uh, 2 reaper bolt throwers. In in the first draft, Nicholas uh, thought about bringing a hydra, so we would have 2 terror bombs. Mm -hmm. But uh, we eventually just decided to, let's bring bring some shooting things, because we don't have a lot of shooting. Yeah. But two, uh, two quite small forces. Yeah, yeah uh, they were very, very mo- mobile. mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. and uh, very, very fast to deploy for us, which is good. Good yeah. in one way. I mean, as we're we were always uh, like finished first, so people could just like uh, well do better deployment against us because they knew where we were going. Yeah, I think. Uh... Like our armies, uh, they kind of follow the same concept. <clears throat> yeah. That 
I've been doing recently with my darkest as well. It's like medium good units uh, that hit pretty hard, but it can't stay in a fight. No. Uh, but it doesn't matter that much if they die as well. Yeah. So it's like plenty of uh, stabbing units. You just have to stab. <laughs> Yeah, enough times. But <laughs> I mean, the 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 only unit that we had, or I would say units uh, that we could count on, were like our heavy cavalry. But well, at uh, least yours. Mine yeah, stay like every <laughs> game. Those stupidity tests always oh, no. when they matter the most. <laughs> also, their toughness three. Is, yeah, is that's bad. That's bad. Um, we also but... ha- had uh, had an accident each uh, with packing things. Oh which no! Should be brought up here. Yeah. So uh, I forgot a foot model at home for my <laughs> exalted hero. <laughs> so like halfway down to Arlanda, uh, I just noticed, shit, I forgot to pack one model, which mm-hmm. is the foot model for, for, for the guy when the horse is dead. So mm-hmm. I quickly made a post on the uh, Facebook group for the event. Like if anyone have a, have a model to borrow me or can bring a base so I can buy and paint a model. The, the night when I land, <laughs> uh, so I could like use it if needed. Yeah. And uh, well, I did buy a model. We went out drinking, and uh, we got back not not too sober, so to say. And I started painting, and <laughs> I ended up with a painted model before I went to sleep. Damn. Yeah. Uh, like one or something. Yeah, it was like one or half past one or something. I got like. <laughs> Four four hours of sleep after this. Uh, yeah, and I like sitting at the airport. I realized, like, wait, did I just pack five cold one riders, just basic cold one riders, or did I remember to bring the the banner and musician? Oh. And I was like, oh shit. And then it was like Schrodinger's cold one night units until I unpacked them. Like, yep, yeah, I forgot them. Oh no. Um, Easier like, to just paint a little banner though, right? <laughs> just. Take yeah, a, they, they I mean, like, like these, a these toothpick and <laughs> They all have these, like, small, small, what's what's Vimpel in English? Ah, oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Small, small, tiny, tiny banners. Like, yeah. long. Yeah. So anyone and, could like, be the banner bearer. They, 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 they all have these on their lance tips. So yeah. only one of them was the real banner. And the <laughs> other guy had a very long trumpet twist <laughs> turned around. So he was, like, using it as a lance. <laughs> and it kind of looked like a lance as well, but if you turn it around, you can toot in it. <laughs> well, uh, it never had any real use of the, the command anyway, though, but, <laughs> uh, but that was the thing that I forgot. But it worked out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the tournament day began with us uh, going to the wrong place mm-hmm. and then uh, hurrying to the, the right place. And uh, started at 8. Had to get like a pretty early start to manage all the games. Yeah, like three and a half hours allotted for the games. It's, okay, so uh, how many games? Three. Three, yeah. Uh, because like double games take a bit longer usually. Yeah, so. yeah, you have to get along <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on, oh. on decisions. And uh, yeah, also funny that like neither me or, or like Jimmy asked me on the day, like on Friday. So uh, how many times did you try your list? Like none. And then he said, like, yeah, me neither. And <laughs> we have, haven't played with each other as well. Yeah. Um, so the first game we were up against uh, it was dwarves. the un- unholy alliance. Well, there there were many unholy alliances. Yeah, so that, there were. I think that's part of the fun. 
Yeah, um, it is. So it's dwarves uh, with the newer book, I might add. Yeah, um, uh, very, so very shooty. They had like two, uh, two cannons. Ten thunders. Yeah, two cannons, one organ gun, one stone thrower. Well, yeah. grudge thrower, like he called oh, in yeah. that book. Uh, <laughs> one engineer and two runesmiths packed with spell breaking runes. Yeah, Ooh, which is, well, that's the spell scrolls for people mm-hmm. yeah. that don't play dwarves. <laughs> don't speak dwarf. Yeah, and the uh, master rune of balance, of course, which like yeah. takes more dice from an enemy and gives you a dispel dice. Um, so very like anti magic. And uh, he played with wood elves. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> well, one shoot the bunker with combat wood elves. It was a nasty list, to be honest. Uh, yeah. They had like both of them. Two units of ten dryads, right? Yes. Uh, they had a unit of, I think it was 10 Way Watchers, the elite shooting unit. Uh, eight or so war dancers with a hero with a great weapon. They had five, uh, what are they called? The Wild Riders. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and a single hero. Uh, what's the name of the rule upgrade they get? It, it Alter had movement. Noble. Yeah, the Alter Noble. So it had movement nine. And the magic item, so it has a three-up ward save until it, like, fails the first save. So for, for people who have played 40k, they know how a shadow field works for Dark Eldar, so that's how it works. Oh, so, uh, yeah, pretty pretty tough, tough yeah. list, both of yeah. them. I think we were the most worried about this game, actually, because, yeah, yeah pretty tough. And uh, Wood Elves, they kind of like disrupted like half of the battlefield by putting up the forests. So oh. there was like a, a small narrow opening where like only one chariot could enter. Yeah. yeah I think also like Wood Elves are considered one of the, the better army books in 6th edition. And also the like yeah. the later dwarf book is pretty great as well. Um, I think Dark Elves are considered pretty, pretty weak. <laughs> They um, are, and I mean, like the kind of chaos list that I brought, I I, I would consider that weak as well. It's like I I've seen no one ever at a tournament upgrade their chaos knights into chosen ever. Yeah, it's very pricey. How how much were the the five of them? Uh, the five of them were two hundred and ninety five points. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we got to choose side, which was uh, pretty good because we could yeah. take the hill. Yeah, with an item one thing. Yeah. And uh, also, we got first turn, which was very big. Yeah. So they uh, they scouted the uh, the way watchers in the forest that the dark that the wood elves brought. <laughs> so I flew up there with my exalted demon. It was like, yeah, if they fail terror, that's good for us. But the whole thing why I flew up there was so I could cast spells through a tiny, tiny gap between the wood and the building, <laughs> and. At their first turn, they failed their terror test, which was <laughs> game-changing for us. That changed our whole plan from the beginning in the best way ever. <laughs> yeah. So they fled back. Um, so yeah, as, as Jim said, there was like a wood and a building, and there was like a tiny crack between them. So they fled into this crack back towards their line, uh, so the demon could still see them and then we did some shooting in our turn not that great and then they shot their cannons and rolled a one to wound on jimmy's chariot yeah in in total four shots at my can at at my uh chariots they rolled three ones which was (laughs) super super good for me (laughs) super lucky yeah it's a bit of a trend this yeah we were just lucky when we needed to be lucky (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's uh 
it's the benefit of uh, playing for Siege. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So in in our next turn, uh, we're thinking like, what should a demon do really? Because uh, it could charge those Waywatchers and just kill them, but then it would just land in the middle of the enemy lines, right next to an organ gun. And then Yeesh. if that organ gun did not fail his terror test, then he would shoot the demon and a lot of other stuff would shoot the demon. Uh, but we're like, fuck it, let's do it. So he yeah. flew over and slew them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had an organ gun. I had uh, some thunderers next to me as well. Uh, it was not looking cannon, great. And a cannon. At him as well. Yeah, it was not looking great. Um, oh, also, my uh, we, we can't forget about my exalted champion who charged the war dancers. Yeah, oh, yes. War dancers are super good in 6th edition, <laughs> if you ask me. They have a lot of cool dances. Yeah, and they had a noble. So they can like get strike first, a 4-up ward save, plus one attack or killing blow. And killing blow works on the rider if they if if they want to use that. Uh, but uh, I charged in, challenged them, so and they they eventually accepted with the noble. The noble got killed, and uh, but they they succeeded with their leadership test, so they never fled. Next turn, they cut my exalted champion down with killing blow. Yeah. So my horse was standing there on its own. Oh no. Yeah. Did you have and a it, model model for that? I just kept the model. Yeah. Yeah. The rider was just like sitting yeah. in, his, uh... <laughs> in the saddle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that horse killed off all but three models eventually <laughs> in a very, very long turn of combat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the demonic mount is so good. Yeah, it is. I mean, toughest five, that's super good. I, I love it. I would love it to have three attacks instead of two, but uh, I rolled four plus every single time, so I hit all the time, and I wounded all the time with strength five, so you wound all elves on two up, which is super good. Yeah. So that was like on the far right flank, but the, yeah. the demon was more to the left. Yeah, and, like uh, middle left. In their turn, they had to roll panic for Thunderers, uh, Organ Gun, and the Altar Noble that was standing Yeah, there. because and of the, uh, the unit that got destroyed. Uh, when they fled. Oh yeah, yes, that's right. That was that, that, yeah, I was thinking the altar noble was pretty far away from the demon itself. So anyway, they failed with the altar noble, and he just ran straight into like line of the the chaos knights. Just looking yeah. At him. <laughs> and uh, the organ gun with leadership nine also failed, and their crew <laughs> ran away. So the demon was basically safe, and I think the the crew also ran away into to block like the, a cannon. Yeah, yeah, they it. did. Because the cannon had a perfect shot in the flank on my Chaos Knights, where they could Oof. hit four of them. And now Oof. the crew was standing in the way, so they couldn't <laughs> take the shot. Yeah. Lady Luck was on her side, or should I say, Zinch was on her side. Yep. All yep. according to plan. So that that was huge. Like, that really turned the game. That Yeah. And then, These like, are the, the kind of war crimes that we're talking about here. Oh, no. <laughs> After that, the oh. demon jumped... Uh, onto the the stone thrower crew, killed yeah. them, and scared off the second cannon crew. Yeah, uh, by while, terror. Yeah, but well, my uh, noble on uh, Dark Pegasus had like gone behind the demon when it was safe. The Dark Elf joined the, <laughs> the, the fray and, and charged we, the, the first cannon and killed that. Yeah, crew. so well, we, we try like whole game. We tried to use our repeat ball throwers to shoot at the war machines, but we barely did anything. Yeah, never worked. I mean. That was they, sad. 
it's uh i mean it should work <laughs> it, it should work but we, we we like got two hits every time yeah and never hit the crew so uh yeah so the demon went on to kill that all the cannon the cannon crews basically yeah. and then uh, on the far right flank there was a you know 10 thunders um they were basically just looking at the the demonic mount yeah uh, killing <laughs> War dancers. <laughs> so the demon charged them, and they failed failed their terror as well. Yep. Also on leadership nine. Yeah, and uh, they ran like two inches or something. They ran pretty pretty short because of their stubbly little legs. And uh, yeah, twenty inches doing a charge, uh, it's enough to take them out. Yeah. yeah. So by then we had like taken out the whole uh, line their rear line and like their units going forward the dryads and the the tree men uh were just yeah. being baited by my my dark elves like, oh yeah yeah the uh not the dark not riders the, tree men, the uh what are they called the uh tree kin, right? tree kin yeah, yeah. Oh. So the, the oversized those, trees. yeah i forgot about those <laughs> yeah they were they were in the middle but my my dark riders and my uh, uh executioners were just like Moving up and then retreating and then moving a bit and then just baiting yeah. them like baiting their their combat units while the demon just sucked the soul out of all the, the dwarfs yeah. and the, the elves in the rear line. We also noticed that this lore of death is one of the best lores there is for us. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, we it... got the uh, life stealer. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's called. Nicholas? Soul stealer. Soul stealer. Soul stealer. So, so soul stealer is a spell where you it's like area of effects. So every unit within twelve inches takes d6 strength three hits with no armor saves allowed. Okay. This was super crucial for all our games. Like, well, our first two games where we actually got the spell. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound too dangerous, but but it is. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially like there were a lot of small elite units that uh, suffered greatly at the hands of the witch elves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, like basically in the last turn of this game, uh, we were feeling very confident, like this, yeah. this game was ours. And then, uh, like after Jimmy's demon had killed everything in his path, there were those three war dancers left at the far <laughs> edge of the, the table. Yeah. And he was like, all right, standing in the forest, like yeah. him, just like get the rest of those points. Uh, so he charged in and. Missed all but one attack, I think, or two. I missed like everything, or would it if I I maybe got one or two wounds, but they 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 took the word save, so they all survived, and they yeah. they did nothing back at me. Yeah. And so the... there we are. We have the demon have unison three, uh, and there's three elves, so they have unison three, so it's a draw. Mm-hmm. But they also had a musician, so <laughs> I lost. I lost by one. Rolled my leadership test and. This is going to be my disappearing act. Poof. No. It got removed from play. Oh. So, yeah, when demons, when they lose combat, you roll leadership test. If you roll over your base leadership, it just disappears. It loses oh, its ability not, and it goes away. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. So, well. I, I don't know if he had taken any wounds before that. He had taken one wound before it. One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, something that we all have to remember here is... I had forgotten to put out the uh, banner tokens that he had because he had captured two banners. Mm. If I had remembered and seen that thing, I would never have done the charge. (laughs) 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 But, well, I was glory hogging. Yeah, it was funny. I think, yeah. uh, I mean, that's that's the thing. That's the thing I'm going to remember most, I think, from from those games. (laughs) The great disappearing act. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fails are always funnier than, than wins. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. They sure are. <laughs> the great changer did not want you to become arrogant. <laughs> That's true. Maybe summon him to a party for doing so well. Just in the middle oh, of the Oh, that could be, yeah. <laughs> Could be, could be. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was our first game, and uh, they had like uh, usually you have like a minor win, major win, or massacre, or solid win, major win, and massacre. But they 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 made it into a more granular system of points where you uh, you have twenty points that gets divided between the two teams. So since we won, it's like a solid victory, I guess. It was yeah. we, we got we thirteen got thir- points yeah. and we got seven. Yeah, and uh, we were like if. That demon had in charge, we would definitely have gotten fourteen six. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that was great. It's a great moment. The next game, we stayed on the same table. So they, they also did like the tables as uh, like one, two, three, four, five, two. What is it? Yeah, right, ten it was tables. Like, it, it, yeah, <laughs> and and the, each table showed where you were on the uh, tournament standing currently. So we were like yeah. competing ah. for. Uh, since, since we were on table two, we were competing for second and third place, so to say. Okay, that's interesting. So you could move. Why didn't you move up though if you won the game? Because someone else got even more points during okay. their games. Okay, makes sense. Uh, what the missions you played were they random every time or? No, they're just pitch battle, like the standard. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, the second game uh, we played with our Dark Elves and Chaos against Dark Elves and Chaos. Yeah, <laughs> the main difference here is that my main force is Beasts of Chaos with some Warriors of Chaos. This was the other way around. It was Warriors of Chaos, oh. or rather Hordes of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, They had like three units of Chaos Knights, no upgrades. Uh, I remember... They didn't have a chariot, Screamers. no. Oh, Screamers. Uh, they had a uh, unit of furies. Uh, an aspiring champion instead of an exalted champion. And they also had uh, an exalted demon, but which was not upgraded into a wizard. Yeah. And uh, the Dark Elves had two Reaper Bolt Throwers as well. And uh, two units of uh, Dark Riders as well. Uh, two else? cold one chariots yes uh five harpies uh no wizards for either yeah, no of wizard. them they also had a noble on dark pegasus yeah and uh, what else and a uh, manticore yeah i forgot about a manticore mm-hmm. it looked kind of scary to be honest in the beginning uh, because manticores can kill things mm-hmm. yeah um yeah <laughs> But we'll uh, get on to that. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, so uh, we got to decide side again, which is also good. Pick the, the same side with the hill. Mm-hmm. And we also got to go first again. Yeah. Uh, but I think this time we got the plus one. I think last game they got the plus one. So that was yeah, bigger difference. And uh, we actually we were debating whether or not to give them the first turn. Because um, mm-hmm. they didn't have that much shooting. And uh, But then we decided, fuck it, let's go. So we started the game not really knowing what the game plan was because they didn't. It's not like they had a gun line, and uh, yeah, we had to position ourselves to be able to charge them somehow where they were the weakest, which I think yeah. was yeah. the last flank. But they also had like they had a lot of big, scary flying units like we did, so they could react to our stuff. But uh, Jimmy's demon started by moving up to the middle of the table behind a rock, basically. So from yeah. there he could fly. And he, he, yeah, and also the demon had a spell which is called Green Fire. So 
It has a range of 24 inches. You don't need line of sight. And every model in the target unit strikes one attack at the unit. So I could like make Chaos Knights striking themselves or and things Ooh. like that. Yeah. It's one of my most favorite favorite spells in the lore of Siege. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, in this game, you committed a war crime with that spell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going straight into that right now. So during the game, uh, I don't remember if it was during a spell or if we shot at one of their, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, repeatable throwers. Reaper uh, Baltor. Reaper. Reaper Baltor. Why isn't it the repeater Baltor? That's the, oh, that's well. the high elf version. The small one. Okay. So oh. the Reaper Baltor, uh, it, it had lost one crew member earlier in the game. So it was like one dude left. In the final turn, my demon looked at him and said, why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> and this lone crew member smacked his own ass, so he died, <laughs> and we got the points for it. Oh, yeah. I love the so spell. One attack, it's strength three, so it's like four yeah. up, hit yourself, four up, wound yourself. It's like, oh my god. Light armor, oh, I died. Right. <laughs> and that, uh, both of was like in a perfect position to shoot my, my sorceress, I think. Yeah, it was. After. It tried shooting your sorceress in the uh, first turn or something. Yeah, I, they, I they totally had like a small, it. a small like opening between my units where they could see her. Yeah. So it shot like all the six shots, got one hit, and failed to wound. Yeah. So yeah, luck when we needed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like bad luck for the enemy when we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this game in particular, like we rolled very well when we needed it yeah. too. And they rolled very poorly when they had yeah. to. So Yeah, for like one of their most important charges within one of their chariots, they failed their stupidity. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah, they had a chariot they were riding as my cold one knights. <laughs> and um, I don't know yeah, the cold one knights had fled from like you know, Chaos Knights or something yeah. before, I don't know. But they had been fleeing. They were pretty worn down. There was only two of them left. Uh, and then they rallied, and the chariot was just like looking at him. And then Failure's stupidity just trundled forward. <laughs> and then my knights charged the chariot and just destroyed it. Nice. Uh, and in the uh, middle, there was like a, a real clusterfuck. And uh, yeah. I, I can turn onwards. Because we had moved up to Demon and moved up some units. And then. Um, that was uh, when the Manticore decided to charge my Chaos Knights. And Nicholson and I was debating. If we should stay or flee, and mm. uh, eventually just decided, like, well, it only has strength five, we should survive with at least enough models to, to do a draw. Okay. Uh, the, so the, the thing with all... the Manticore is also that the Beastmaster sucks. Like, yeah. Really <laughs> it's like, like two well, attacks? Two attacks at strength three. Yeah. And weapon skill four, I think. Yeah, so, and it had, uh, had, had a kind of magic weapon, or it's a magic item. Is it like a net they throw or something? Would you uh, take a lot of strength yeah. three or two, two hits? 2d6 strength three hits against a single yeah. model. model. I forgot that he had that. but And uh, uh, so they threw it on my champion, uh, because I, I, did, uh, I did pass my terror test, so I stood there, and he threw it on my champion, thinking that he would kill it off. And I took all my armor saves like a champ. Yeah, and uh, in the combat that ensued, uh, he didn't challenge, and I of course didn't challenge because <laughs> I wanted more hits on him. Uh, so, like half the, half the unit struck the rider, and the other half struck the monster. So I killed off the rider, did two wounds on the Manticore, it fled, and uh, once it rallied, we just shut it down with spells and crossbows and uh, Reaper crossbows. Yeah. So yeah, kill the Manticore, and then the yeah. knights had moved around 
the rock in the middle, yeah. uh, like to each side. And uh, on the left, you charge them with your knights, I think. Yeah. And on the right, you charge the knights with a chariot. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of got stuck in there. And that's when I used this spell, the area spell, a soul stealer that does the D3 strength uh, three, no armor yep. save, which is huge against heavy knights. Yeah. Uh, oh. But it's still toughness four. And we but could then, like, we reached two or was it three units maybe? Yeah, two units of knights and a chariot. Yeah. Um, and also rolled high when I needed it. I rolled like six hits on both of the knight <laughs> units <laughs> and killed like five knights. Yeah, uh, in total. Oh. Yeah, the, the Chaos Knight unit against my Chaos Knights, were, first it was like five versus five. Now it's five versus two. I like those odds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, since Nicholas killed off three in the other, two, no, two in the other units, it's like, yeah, there's three guys here, and I got like max hits from my chariot with impact hits. <laughs> uh, so I killed them off as well. Yeah. So that was like, so lucky. Yeah. The yeah. Got, got pretty crushed in that. And uh, yeah, my dark, uh, dark Pegasus had charged some dark riders that fled, and then his Pegasus tried to charge my dark riders, which fled. <laughs> but uh, his dark, uh, dark Pegasus was then like in the open, so my executioners just ran in, and he challenged my champion. My champions chopped him down, and then the Pegasus ran away, rolled on the monster reaction table, and just stood there for the rest of the game until we just shot it down with arrows. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it kind of looked even in turn two and three, but then in turn five, this just mopping up. Yeah. The, uh... Some, something that I'm really proud of here is that my Exalted Champion struck down their Exalted Demon in combat. Ooh, yes. Yeah, and my good. and my Demon struck down their Aspiring Champion as well. Damn, they need to be... They need some boons for yeah. this. Yeah, Roll on some do. table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny with your Exalted Champion because uh, he fled from something. Yeah. Uh, and then the Demon came behind him and was like, you know, get you now. And then your Champion rallied. <laughs> And just yep. there and faced him, and then the demon charged in and got killed. <laughs> Classic siege. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was a, a big win for us. Uh, we got like three thousand points in the end. Yeah, because of the table quarters and killing generals and banners and stuff. So the difference was like two thousand something. So we oh. got seventeen points to three in that. Oh wow! So you got to move up to the big table. Yeah, we got to move up to the big table. <laughs> How did, how did you feel at this point? Because, I mean, coming into the tournament thinking like, ah, oh, <laughs> we're not going to win, we're just going to have fun. And then you're oh, well, suddenly at the winner's I mean, table. At the winner's table, I was still having the same thought, like, well, what the what, fuck's going on? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? I mean, I'm, I'm just here to have fun, and I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> but, uh, but did we, you start being like, hmm, we can win this? The, the, no, actually, it's actually, to be honest, I, I, I never had that kind of thought, but... Uh, we did talk some like uh, tactics before because we knew we were either going up against uh, uh, vampire counts and tomb kings mm-hmm. or empire and Bretonia. So okay. we just had like we we talked about which kind of lores Nicholas was gonna pick or which units we were gonna like start harassing first with our missile fire. Yeah, and uh, we ended up facing a couple of guys who played Britonia and Empire. And the okay. Empire list was it was a gun line. Like two oh. units of two units of ten handgunners, uh, two cannons, one mortar, one hellblaster, 
two units of five knights with no upgrades at all, uh, and uh, three Ooh. level two wizards, two of lore of heaven and one of lore of fire. Yeah, they pretty similar to the dwarf list. Uh, yeah, uh, and they had one. Uh, they had the uh, uh, I forgot the name of it. Uh, Rivering of fire, which they never used, oh. uh, which is a bounce spell item. D6 string. Fireball? Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's a weaker version. It's 18 inches, D6 oh. hits, strength 3 only. Okay. Uh, they had a dispel scroll, the wizard staff, which is an item where you can, you're can you allowed to use one more dice than you're normally permitted to when you cast a spell. Huh? Uh, and the Bretonia, they had like five Grail Knights with full command. Uh, I don't remember how many Knight Errants or Knights of the Realm but uh, I think yeah. it's like a eight or nine with characters. Yeah, yeah, they uh, were definitely like a full nine with yeah. characters. Uh, they had a, a wizard with two dispel scrolls and uh, three Pegasus knights. Yeah, so the Bretonians were very offensive and yeah. the dwarves were really yeah. defensive. So it's kind of similar to the first game in the, <laughs> this list. Yep. Uh, which is uh, funny as well because, uh, like as I mentioned before, like last time we were there, we noticed that there were mostly two kind of lists, like very shooty. But then there would be like most of the the partners were like empire and dwarves, like double up shooting or Bretonia and corn or something mm. like double uh, charging. But yep. now it seems like more people play like a, a combination. Mm. Um, so we also got first turn in this game because the Bretonians yep. prayed. Exactly. And uh, I think this wasn't the most, like, it's always hard. Like, what is your opening move in a game? Yeah. Uh, and also in this, this battlefield, it was pretty open in the middle. Uh, so if we wanted to fly up with stuff, we couldn't hide it behind something for a turn and then do something. Um, so, so the initial plan here was uh, for my uh, both my wizards to blast the Hellblaster with the Red Fires of Siege, which is uh, 30 inches, D6 strength, D6 hits. Huh? And who the fuck rolls a double one at the first <laughs> spell in a magic phase and ends the magic phase? Well, I'm that guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Change of plans. Yeah. Change yep. of plans. Um, I mean, we, we, the, we tried the... to harass, harass that that war machine will uh we tried to use the uh, bolt throwers we tried to use the dark riders we did nothing no not that time we actually did kill some crew i think we we, we killed, did take we, we take... killed one from that crew eventually but that yeah, was uh, when they were hitting themselves i think we did take a one cannon from shooting yeah yeah from the cannon yeah but yeah. not the uh, not the uh, hellblaster oh no 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 because yeah, the Hellblaster was something that we didn't like want to face at all. Yeah. <laughs> just a quick question. Um, so to win uh, to win the tournament, was that just based on points? Like, could you lose this game but still win on total points at this? Or did was it the winner now of this final game takes it all? Well, if we didn't lose too badly, I think. Uh... Well, well, we'll see the final score, but we did yeah. we didn't know at this time. I'll, I'll tell okay, you no. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I thought that we would like try and concentrate on left side a bit, uh, but they did have a lot of knights there, and the Pegasus knights behind like a forest were really annoying because we couldn't. Yeah. If we flew up, they had like a good counter unit. Mm. Um, so it ended up with us sacrificing a unit of my dark riders that just like yeah rode so, straight up into their face. Yeah. <laughs> the the plan was to put the dark riders one inch away from the uh, just in front the uh, the errant knights and the uh, grail knights. 
<laughs> and hoping that they charge us and we fail to re like we don't flee enough. Mm-hmm. So then they have to move all their 16 inches up to us and we could like do a massive counter charge with chaos knights and chariots against them. Ooh. But uh, there was a small crack where they could see the uh, these dark riders with their uh, Pegasus knights. So the Pegasus knight charged instead. <laughs> no. Yeah. So the Pegasus knights charged up and killed them. But then the Pegasus knights were in the open. Oh. Yeah. Jimmy charged them with two chariots. Yeah. At first, you were only going to charge with one because you, you were sure that they were going to flee. Yeah. Because um, I think that would be a, a good, good I mean, thing to do, actually. That's what I would have done if I yeah. was charged by a chariot. But then I thought, oh, I thought let's do both chariots uh, yeah. in case they stay. Because then they'll, you'll actually kill them. Because with one chariot, it would be kind of hard, I think. Yeah. Um, but you did charge with both of them, and you used like annihilated them in that yep. charge. <laughs> Uh, and then that kind of brought forward the knights that you could then counter. Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so in the all, af- after all these kind of small, small skirmish battles, so to say, there was an opening for one of my chariots to charge the uh, the Grail Knights in the front. And since my Chaos Knight unit could see the flank of the uh, K- of the Grail Knights, they could also charge as long as the uh, first charge was made by the chariot in front of it because my my chariot was like standing in front of my knight unit so i got them sandwiched uh like chariot in the front knights in the side removing ranks uh (laughs) just hitting them with their huge amount of strength five attacks Uh, i kill off like three of them two two or three um but uh and they 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 held in the next turn I eventually got him to flee. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like another big unit of knight errants next to them with a character. Yeah. And my cold one knights are staying them down, but then my cold one lizards got bored and just failed their stupidity test and trundled forward. So yeah. while the, the chaos knights were gloriously slaying gray knights, my cold one knights fled from uh, knight errants and then eventually got charged down. Oh. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that kept them busy at least. Um, it did. So just kept them away. In the meantime, my uh, uh, guy on Dark Pegasus flew up uh, to the forest where the the regular Pegasi had been hiding. Yep. So I could just like sneak my way into the rear lines of the enemy. And then in the next turn, uh, they tried to hide their, their wizards in the forest. But he was able to fly to the other side of the forest to make their general uh, Lord of Heaven wizard the closest guy. And he popped in with Life Taker. And it was the sweetest moment. <laughs> so always hitting on twos. So like not caring about the minus three that he would minus four even. Oh yeah, he would Sing, single target uh, in a wood. Four. He moved and fire double. Yeah, so it would be oh. minus four. But he just hit on two plus, hit both of them thankfully, and then it's strength three still. But the wizard's only it's toughness three and no armor. And I failed both wound rolls, but it also has reroll to wound. So I re-rolled and passed them. Double four. Yeah. So good. <laughs> ah, it was, it was really good. And uh, also, uh, my, uh, my Exalted Demon flew up behind the, behind the unit of handgunners with a wizard. On the managed, far right side, so yeah. far away from this other action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He managed to, uh, to cause terror on them. And uh, <laughs> then he got shot down by the Hellblaster. Go figure. But uh, the following turns, the following <laughs> turns, 
these flying hang fl flying the fleeing fleeing handgunners were yeah. in close proximity to the other war machines, so they had to take a panic test. Oh, and guess which machines fled eventually? <laughs> <laughs> All the others standing. Whoa. So that was my second war crime during this tournament. Like <laughs> this, this is one of the Cinchi long planning moves. You do a thing earlier, which uh, like pays off later. Yeah, and might just not, just to make seem... sure, just to make sure that he couldn't regroup with the fire wizard. I made sure that enough handgunners died, so they were below 25% of oh. their starting number. So it was like the wizard and one handgunner, so they couldn't regroup. Yeah, <laughs> no. and that, like that demon flew up to another unit of handgunners to try and tear them off, but they passed their test. And yeah. then he got shot by the Hellblaster at long range and the handgunners, and he had one wound left before you flew up yeah. to try and scare the second unit of handgunners, which succeeded yep. before he died. So... Uh, <laughs> but uh, there was this Hail Mary, and it worked. Yeah. It really yeah. paid off. Yeah. You gotta play the long game. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, for, for people who, who might have noticed now when we've been talking, neither Nicholas or I brought any Dispel Scrolls. Very. Yeah. Chad, Chad move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was debating bringing a Dispel Scroll or like just plus one Dispel Dice. But like mm. whenever I, I I usually never use this with scrolls because I just think it's a bit it's a bit lame. It's it's boring to use and mm. boring yeah. to face, to be honest. Mm. And at times that I do have uh, like have tried them, it's like uh, I either forget them or just think, oh no, not this spell, the next spell that's very important. I'm gonna yeah. use this thing. So yeah, I just prefer not to use them. I'm gonna yeah. I'm 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 gonna be honest here because when I play dwarves, I sometimes take the uh, the more expensive one, which the, removes the a spell. Eater. Yeah, which or, removes a spell on four plus. Yeah, or not not the rune eater. It's called spell oh, eater. Spell eater. Yeah, yeah. I, I I bring that one as well, but that's that's a different thing. That's a, yeah, that's way cooler. <laughs> that's completely legal. That's dwarf. That's lore friendly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, so that's how you face off the undead and remove their invocation of Nehek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now they like we talk about this game. It seems like we killed a lot of stuff, uh, but they they also killed a bunch of a stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Like they managed to kill your demon, which is really expensive. Yeah, three hundred and fifty points. And he's your general, so that's another. Yep. So another like four hundred fifty points. Yep. And your your uh, your champion was my not champion killed. was he was alive full wounds. Uh, my knights were alive and had like a single chariot alive as well. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't kill all of the knights. The both the empire knight units were below fifty but not dead. Yeah, most of your chariots were dead. Their yep. knight errands were still alive, and knights of the realm were also still alive. Yeah, but they still had a lot of stuff pretty much intact. So we we killed all the squishy stuff mostly. Yeah, so, but we had a lot of lost of our a lot of our yeah. stuff as well. Yeah, uh, we had like a table quarter each, I believe. Yeah, and uh, in the end, we got a draw, ten ten, but oh. uh, with a hundred and sixty four points to our to our side, I believe yeah. difference. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so. Good to get a, a draw in as well. Like it's a very even game. Yeah, yeah, it was it was challenging and really fun. I mean, we we did a lot of uh, like things we don't usually do when we play, like just mm -hmm. st standing off and trying to bait units. It's like that's not how we usually play, but we did yeah. this time. 
and it was uh, it was fun. Hmm? I, I think uh, like me and Jimmy are pretty even in Warhammer in that in our mindset that like when we play just a game, the two of us will just play very fluffy and just go for the most thematic things. Like when I come there and visit, we we play these narrative games that lead up to to stuff, and it's just all for fun. Just take the, the fun stuff and take characters and name them and and do do things like that. Yeah, but we also we also know the rules and know how to play. So <laughs> when we have to, we'll bring out the fucking laser pointers and I would say yeah, to ninety percent of charges. Um, but it's nice that you got to show that show that off. Yeah, well. I mean, good good to know that we can play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one of the guys took me to the side and like told us that we 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 gave them a really good game. Yeah, uh, because it, it was challenging for them, and I I was honest, it was challenging for us as well. Mm. Uh, we were worried in the beginning, but uh, we managed to pull it off, and I I really like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't it doesn't sound like you completely dominated all three games in the no. day. You know, it wasn't like oh, we will obviously win uh, because of our super mighty army lists. Uh, it seemed more I mean, like the... oh, we were lucky again. Uh, I'm 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 just looking through the uh, the results in the first game. Uh, the highest point someone got was 14 points. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was a lot of draws. Yeah, yeah, that's the like the impression I no. got as well. Uh, excuse me, 16 points was the highest. Mm-hmm. I, I did get the impression like there were a lot of even games around. Yeah, a lot of people drew their games. And during the second game, it was uh, it wasn't so even anymore. It was like two tables got ten ten, I believe. Yeah, two tables scored a draw. <laughs> Otherwise, it was like well, further between. And I believe Nicholas and I got the most points in the second game. Yeah, we did. Mm. Uh, Nicholas and I and another team as well, uh, which played dark elves and vampire counts. Mm-hmm. And the final game was a lot of draws once again. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we got 40 points in total at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, the team that we played, uh, well, was, we, we were in the like the, on the first table, so we were in a spot to win. And then yeah. the team yeah. that we faced got 38, I think. Ooh. Yep, they got 38 in the, in the end. Yeah, so, of course. Uh, yeah, and none of the other uh, tables that were further down got enough points to, to challenge us. So we walked away with a, a win. Yeah. yeah. Huzzah. Huzzah. Sweden, Sweden represents. And, were, uh, were you the only non-Polish players or were there people from England had, and other places? We had two other Swedes as well. Uh, huh? two, two friends of mine from Javla, uh, Victor mm-hmm. and Krister, who played uh, uh, Dogs of War and Skaven. Oh. Uh, then we had uh, Joseph Bain, who joined in from England. He played yeah. with Andrej, who is from uh, Poland. Yeah. And then uh, two Irish guys. Yeah. Okay. So pretty international. Yeah. yeah. Was Chris and... Uh, I forgot the name. Was Brian? It's, it's uh, no, David. O'Brien. David. David Maybe Gaynor. it was O'Brien. David. No, no, no. It's, it was David. <laughs> I, I don't know I what only, I got Brian from. <laughs> I only know him from, uh, from uh, by his last name. So yeah, it's Chris Wilson Gainer. Yeah, uh, great guys. Uh, met them a couple times in in England when I lived there. Uh, they were at the the Albion event that we organized there. 
And oh, like cool. like us, they're heavy drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> so how many how many players in total? Was it like twenty or something? Forty or? forty players. Oh, so wow. tw- twenty teams. Whoa. So yeah, it was a big tournament. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Awesome huh. to see so many people so into uh, Warhammer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then you got you even got a little prize, right? You got a little it's, little trophy yeah. for winning. Yeah, we got a diploma. Uh, diploma each, and we got some 3D printed models. Uh, I'm oh. most likely going to use mine for uh, role playing games. Yeah, uh, Nicholas and I got the same kind of model. It was a dwarf. Uh, do you remember which kind of class it had? No, and I haven't no. unpacked my bag yet, so I can't check what it was either. <laughs> but it had like a flame blade sword. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was like a paladin or something. Yeah, I've been dwarf paladin, and also uh, uh, like last time they they had like random price drawings. Um, yeah, so yeah. which is very nice. Uh, so it doesn't feel like you're not gonna get anything cool, even if you're placed lower down. Yeah, last yeah. time I remember, I think uh, I placed eight, maybe or something, eight or nine, just above the middle line. But I remember I still got like, a really cool price. We got like a figure case then. And now uh, we got to draw first, but we also won a pretty cool prize. Yeah, we got a game mat each. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're they're not regular size for warm fancy battles. I think they're like sixty six. Yeah. No, sixty by forty four inches. Yeah, they're the new forty so, k size. I think. Yeah, but oh. uh, it it can work if you just remove some inches from the uh, from the deployment zone. So you can play smaller games on it. Or if you're into 40k, use it for 40k. Hmm. Yeah, some smaller skirmish games. Yeah, more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, mine can work for that because I got a cobblestone mat. Oh, very yeah, nice. very, very fitting. Yeah. And Nicholas, got you got the desert. desert. Yeah, so you gotta start play some other games now. <laughs> Boom King Army. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great that you guys went out and represented. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, still like uh, after the last game, it's not really not sure like uh, w- what place we get. And then the yeah, team, like, like from, from the bottom, like yeah, it's like since since we got a draw, would someone from the uh, second or third table gotta score enough points to just pass us by? Yeah, I mean, yeah. with that many players, that could yeah. definitely happen. But uh, one once we got on top top table, I was like, we might go on top four. Yeah, it was like <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I thought like. Top four, we could score like fourth or maybe third place, and like that's good. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, like they call like place number five, and like holy shit, we might we might actually win, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> and what was so, like when they like we're, we're gonna announce second place? It's like we were looking at each other, like, is it us? <laughs> oh, it's not us. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like it's especially funny with Jimmy since you you got last place. <laughs> last, last yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no in you? between. There's no in between for me. It's either last or first. <laughs> you just gotta pick pick a better partner. Partner, yeah. <laughs> uh, just gotta get good. What? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and then you went out partying, I guess. After that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or could you party at the place or where? <laughs> Uh, we had to go out. So yeah. first we went back to the hotel with all our miniatures. <laughs> we asked the guys, can we eat there where we're going to go? Oh, yeah, we can. They have food. Mm-hmm. When it's like 100 meters from there, 
we got a message. They don't serve food here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, we still got a beer. I I bought a victory cigar as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find any Polish food to eat? Yeah, eventually. We went to another place and we yeah. we got some good food in that. Yeah. That's all right. Pizza, right. pizza and beer. Golonka like pizza. Golonka calzone. Actually, sounds pretty amazing. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we're gonna try to remember and post a link to the uh, battlereports.org site so oh. people can watch the results, the format used, and pictures from the event as well. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. A massive shout out to to Jakob. For, yeah, for organizing this. Yeah, it was very, very nice. How many times yeah. has he organized now? Uh, this is the fourth time organizing uh, Rada Par Parada, uh-huh. and uh, I believe they're they've hosted like normal fantasy tournaments as well, and they also do 40k. I think it's like third edition or something, like older. Okay, impressive. Yeah, uh, yeah, third or fourth edition. Could be. It's an older edition of 40k, at least. So it's uh, an older, older code, but it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're, uh, they're organizing uh, an event next year for sure. Uh, so like, after game two, uh, me and Jimmy got in for a, a little interview by Jack Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, so he asked us if he would like to come next time, and yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, a, it's an awesome tournament, and it's yeah. really nice to go to to Poland for a weekend. It's like a yeah. A holiday with friends and also playing Warhammer. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So it's what we say in Swedish, nytta and nöje. So like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Just uh, just hoping nothing else, nothing else crashes with the, with the plans next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, last time we we tried to go, this was like COVID. Yeah. Did you get uh, excited? Did you get inspired to host your own events? I mean, of course. We just need to find a good venue. That's all. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go to a tournament in in Hrvde in mm-hmm. two weeks. Um, yeah, should have a chat. Yeah, I I heard there's only two spots left, and I need to find someone to go with. I will <laughs> definitely want to go. Is it also a doubles event? This one? No, it's no. a normal normal two oh, K, I believe. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. I mean, if, well, if I manage, so... if yeah. I manage to go, I believe I'm gonna just add. Add units to this list that I brought to Poland. Could work. I don't know. More chariots. More chariots. <laughs> okay, but thank you so much for for letting me and the audience hear about an awesome event. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for for talking with us about it. It's uh, it's been a lot of nice questions actually. Oh, oh. I, I did my best. <laughs> Glad to hear. Glad to hear. All right. Um... We didn't. <laughs> now I got to. <laughs> I gotta rush now. I gotta suit up. I'm going out bat hunting, uh, and I'm not making it up. Bat and uh, moth moth hunting. Uh, so I'm hoping for a good night. Nice. <laughs> don't, don't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Try gotta not stay, to. Gotta stay. Get some protein. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. And yeah. uh, I hope this inspires you to go to uh, to the next uh, event in Poland. Yeah, we would love to see you all there. And even uh, marks like us with bad lists can can make it. So can you? <laughs> Just believe in yourself. <laughs> believe in Sinch. <laughs> believe in Sinch and don't use display scrolls. That's all we have to say. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, hej du. Hej 